0: I don't know, I know a little bit. I've done a podcast before. Oh, awesome. But it was like super, it was super small scale. Like, uh, it's nothing like what you guys are doing. It's What you guys are doing is great. And yeah, I'm really privileged to be here right now. So thank you so much for having me on.
1: Thanks. So, yeah, I'm happy to have you. I really like interviewing people. And, you know, given that I do this show and then I also have my full-time job, plus... So my partner and I like co-founded this network, so we do a lot of other work. I was, like I can't I can't do as much volunteering as I would like to, so I just thought like I should just interview people about stuff I care about. That can be my contribution. Sure, sure. <laughs> and then like show All up right. to protest when I can. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Everything Economics. I'm your host, Tali Murdoch, and would like to begin by acknowledging that we are fortunate to be able to gather on the unceded territory of the Coast Salish people, including the Musqueam, Squamish and tsleil Nations. For today's episode, I sit down with Evan Charlton. He is the International Organiser for Youth at Earthstrike, an international group that is organising a global strike for climate change. In this episode, we talk a lot about September 27th as being the main strike date, but I just want to update that September 20th through the 27th is the week for future. There will be various strikes going on. The 20th is the main date for youth, so if you are in a youth organization and you're wanting to do something around this, reach out to your local chapter and see what you can do to help out for the youth strike on September 20th. There will be an entire week of activities going on and then the main general strike will happen at the end of the week on September 27th. You can find all of this information on our website, capegoblins.com. So thank you and I hope you enjoyed this interview. So first question, what is Earthstrike?
0: Um, First of all, it's a pleasure to be on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Um, So yeah, Earthstrike is the true intersection between the environmental movement, which obviously has been so much in the news lately with everything Greta Thunberg has been doing and everything the school kids have been doing and all the strikes and protests, the protests around that, um, and the labor movement, which of course has a long history of you know fighting for justice, fighting for rights. One of the main tools that the labor movement uses to fight for justice and for their rights is the strike um, you know paying to their bosses saying to the masters we are not going to participate in your system until you know you give us x y and z demands so at earth strike we are mobilizing the working class the middle class anyone who isn't a member of a ruling class essentially we are mobilizing everyone to say to the ruling class you are causing climate injustice, you are damaging the future for, uh, you're damaging our future, you're damaging our children's future, you're damaging everyone's future. So we are going to go on a strike. So we're organizing for a general workers' strike uh, in late September, specifically September 27th. So on September 27th, we want everyone to get out of their workplaces and mobilize on the streets and shout as loud as they can to the ruling class you need to wake up we are not going to shut up until you give us climate justice
1: I love it it's such good it's it's just it's such a it's such a interesting concept like having not just a protest that's happening locally um, but getting like, The whole world to do it and getting people in countries everywhere to just not go to work even though it might not technically have anything to do with the you know their job indirect like indirectly it does right um so yeah exactly what what sort of how did this body or how did this group start like where did it all begin
0: Oh, well, there's a really funny story behind that of how it started. And honestly, I'm really moved by it. Like sometimes I still don't, I think about it to this day. So it literally started as a Reddit post by, oh, goodness, I don't know if I can remember his name, uh, Homestar, Homestar 440. So he posted a post on the Noam Chomsky subreddit you know, which is dedicated to all the stuff that Noam Chomsky posts. And for anyone who, of course, isn't aware, he's a, you know, god among leftists. He's, you know, this mass, yeah, this crazy revered figure of uh, intellectualism and all that. So someone just posted a thing on the subreddit saying, General Strike for Climate, January 15th. And this was posted around last November, November of 2018, I want to say. Um, and it literally said, I don't know what to do. Let's mobilize for a general strike on January 15th. And, you know, a lot of the progressive community online, especially on Reddit and, you know, Instagram and Twitter and all of the social media, you always hear about general strikes. You always hear about how important striking is and, you know, how it's used to get concessions from the ruling class. But... You know, there's kind of this thing is like, okay, where's the 21st century strike? You know, where are the workers? What are they doing now to demand concessions from their bosses, from the ruling class? You don't really see that as much, you know, posting on social media isn't actual organizing, basically, you know, you need to be doing real stuff. So it was just a post on Reddit and for some unknown reason, it struck a chord and someone decided well we're gonna do it and we're gonna call it earth strike and then they made a discord and we started organizing on a discord uh and then a long long ways later the rest is history so it really it all started on a reddit post and oh i i spoke with the poster of a reddit post like a few weeks back and it wasn't until a few weeks back that i learned his name um, and I don't even know if he would want me to share it, but yeah, it's it's so crazy, honestly, how just the internet and just literally an anonymous guy on Reddit is able to spark, you know, what probably what potentially could turn into such a powerful movement. I think it's just such a testament to, you know, how important the internet is, how important it is for organizing, but also just what it's doing to. You know, change the course of everyday life and the course of history.
1: Yeah, and even just like raise awareness. So even if people are just doing a post to social media, I mean, it doesn't really do as much. It's not as effective as getting out there, but at least it gets people thinking
0: about things. I um, mean, Earth Strike started on social media. Yeah. So, Which hard is... to disagree with that. I mean, we gotta spread awareness. You know, you have to do it. You can so. For everyone that wants to keep on posting, keep on posting, keep on being extremely online. Y'all yeah. are doing great. Just keep, keep, keep on, on doing fight. what you're doing.
1: Um. So I I noticed that y- there have been some some strikes already. So like the the one in January, and then there was the halfway day in April. So halfway to Earth Day, and then there'll be another strike soon in at the beginning of August. What what's been involved um firstly i guess in organizing people so for anyone who's listening who wants to do something in their town whether it's related to earth strike or something else like how did you actually get people out and then secondly how did what was the turnout like um do you feel like it was successful any lessons learned to make it more successful for the big one in september
0: So, yeah, it's a great question. Um, And the first thing I want to say is what I was saying about the Reddit post, how it said January 15th is the strike date. So at first, that was the strike date, January 15th. Um, And initially, we were planning for January 15th to be the general strike date. But then, like a day later, we realized we do not have enough time between November and January to organize a literal worldwide general strike. So we moved it to September twenty seventh, which is the fifty seventh, I want to say fifty something, fifty something anniversary of the Silent Spring pamphlet, and that was published in the fifties or the sixties, I want to say. Um, and the Silent Spring pamphlet was the very, very first sort of scientific journal to ever be published, which made the fact of global warming a thing before then it was just never something that was talked about. Um, and that silent spring pamphlet, which was published in uh, September 27th, 1960, something, I think, you know, that was the very first thing that got global warming out there. Um, so yeah, we've been doing some strikes and protests along the way. So the January 15th we used as like our initial kickoff date. Um, and we did, a lot of things there a lot of things in the UK in concert with extinction rebellion which is another group that does you know really awesome cool protesty things where they all dress up and make signs they're great honestly they have huge turnout so we had a great turnout on January 15th especially in UK and in New York as well um April and August we haven't really been putting as much attention to because we've been putting all our focus right now for September, for September 20th through the 27th, the week for future, you know, we've been putting all of our focus towards getting September 27th to be the best it can be. Mm-hmm. Um, and in terms of organizing, the very best thing you can do right now is go to earth-strike.com, sign up on our newsletter, Uh, And sign up for your local chapter and just fire an email to your local chapter because they'd be able to get you on board depending on how active they are, which most are, I'd want to say. So, yeah, just definitely send an email to your local chapter. Um, We have plenty of positions open for anyone that would like to take them. You know, get involved in the local organizing, get involved on the grassroots. They need you um you're needed so september is not going to be a thing without you so definitely sign up you know make your voice heard and even if you can't just get out there on september 27th just stay home from work and get out to the streets
1: yeah just put your body there um i'm definitely i've already put it in my calendar at work and I'm going to tell everyone, I mean, I work in a nonprofit and everyone's like very environmentally conscious. So I'm sure everyone will join right, me, but right. I'll just be like, I'm not coming in today. Um, it's earth Day.
0: Just shut it down. Yeah. Just shut it down. You know, tell everyone, just tell all your coworkers, you know, tell your, tell your boss, tell your neighbors, tell your, tell your pets if you want to. Because Everyone's got to stay home on September 27th. Don't yeah. go to work get out on the streets and protest like hell because if we don't have the hugest turnout you've ever seen the ruling class isn't going to care and at this point we are in a state of emergency frankly when it comes to the climate we have 11 years before the damage is irreversible according to reports that are coming out um we need to act now so get out there um And get out for the future strikes that first strike will be planning in the future as well definitely
1: yeah awesome so i'm curious um with having having a strike that is global and everyone's doing it are there any sort of common policy demands that this strike has or that this group has or is this more about just like do something or, yeah, do you specifically want something to happen or do you just want anything to happen that addresses climate change?
0: So it's a little bit of both. So we have a very short list of international demands, which are just starting global cooperation um, to reduce, uh, reduce emissions in half by 2030 and getting zero carbon emissions by 2050, which is in line with the IPCC standards. Um, We want international commitments to, you know, halt the destruction of rainforests and other wildlife habitats. And we want international agreements to hold corporations accountable for the greenhouse gases that they produce. So we have a few international demands, but, you know, obviously those are very vague. So yeah, it is a lot about You know, what are the demands that your country needs? What are the demands, especially that, you know, minorities in your country need people of color in the U.S., for example, or the indigenous people in your country? Because, you know, colonialization has possibly, uh, you know, committed more than anything else towards climate change in the span of human history. So, yeah, it is very, very much dependent on local organizing and it's very uh, uh, decentralized, autonomous, horizontal as well. So everything that we do, we do you know, as a democracy. We never tell people what to do from the top down and we never plan to. Um, instead, we just say, what are the demands that your community, your nation, your country needs? And if you want those demands to be met, you better get your asses out on the street.
1: Yeah, I think um, one of the, the the main one that sticks out to me there is just accountability. It's just so frustrating to watch non-binding agreements happen year after year after year. The science just becomes more and more and more concrete. Um, I mean, like, there just seems to be a fear of governments to actually... Be the one to implement that carbon tax, for example, and just do it. And
0: it's true, yeah, just because you know you have these governments and their stakeholders are very, very much opposed to things like a carbon tax, for example. Um, you know, reducing carbon emissions, you know, prioritizing even something as small as prioritizing electric vehicles is hard to pass in the United States or in many European countries, you know, at the end of the day, if you have a ruling class, they, you know, are going to do what the ruling class needs to be done. They're not, they are not accountable to the general public, you know, because at the end of the day, what they're accountable to are the people that, in a representative democracy, they're accountable to the people that fund their campaigns. In a place like Russia or China, they're basically accountable to themselves and no one else. Um, so the point of a strike is just really to say, no, you're not just accountable to these wealthy donors, to these oligarchs, to these billionaires and trillionaires. You're accountable to the people of the world. You're accountable to everyone. So things like the Paris Climate Accord are obviously a great step forwards. Um, Things like the UN treaties that have been passed lately, you know, there's going to be The UN Climate Summit on the 23rd, which is right before the Earth strike. Um, So, yeah, those are great steps forward. But at the end of the day, people are going to need to strike. People are going to need to take direct action if they want things to change. Nothing's going to change if the governments and the oligarchs and the ruling classes of the world don't have a material need to change things.
1: Yeah, exactly. We just really need to like get together and highlight the urgency. Um, something I was going to ask you about. So when I lived back in Australia, we passed a, well, our government at the time was the Labour Party. So they're the like center left. Um, and they passed the carbon tax, which was excellent because we're a huge resource country. We burn coal uh, we mine a lot. We obviously have a lot of bushfires and then also flooding and drought. It's just the impacts are really felt quite strongly there. And then I just really felt like there was not a lot of edu- education done on the government's part of actually telling people, like, what does this mean? Why do we need to address it? What's happening? Who's responsible? You know why they've chosen to take that approach. It would be really basic stuff like we release a lot of emissions, but then nothing around like what is what do emissions even mean? What do they do? Um, why? Well, how is a tax going to change this compared to just paying people to do something? Um, so and then it was repealed by the government that came in after, which was very devastating, and emissions have since risen quicker than they ever have before in in that Mm -hmm. country which sucks so i just um on that i wonder when you're striking or if you're out talking to people what sort of things do you discuss for people who are maybe opposed to climate action or they think that it's not the responsibility of the government or is there are there any resources that you have or ways that you approach people who are cynical don't want to get involved
0: um well there are a lot of people that are cynical definitely um and the one thing is no it's not their responsibility it shouldn't be my responsibility or your responsibility to fix climate change it should be climate scientists responsibility and the government ought to be listening to these climate scientists problem is the governments aren't listening to the climate scientists they're listening to their oil lobbyists, to their oil oligarchs. So, I mean, at the end of the day, obviously, everyone is responsible for the well-keeping of the earth. Um, But more importantly than that, we're responsible for our own lives. The human species is responsible for the continuation of the human species. And the reports that are coming out now are very, very alarming in a lot of cases saying God knows where we'll be in 50 or 100 years from now if things don't drastically, drastically change. So it really is about telling the governments of the world, you know, look, you are listening to the people that are going to kill off our entire species. You you cannot be listening to these oil oligarchs, these oil billionaires, you know, these corporate tycoons that are releasing carbon into the air. You're listening to them instead of listening to the people of your own country, the people that you have a duty to take care of. So we are, you know, at this point in 2019, drastic action is required. We need to be doing direct action. We can't just be, you know, emailing our congressmen. We can't just be, you know, tweeting at our senators. We can't be doing, you know small-scale stuff we have to come together in solidarity and it only is when we come together in solidarity and it only is when we directly affect the material of the government, when we affect the economy and the society at large that's the only time when the governments will have a duty to say look we have to listen to the people of our country that are telling us if you don't do something now very very soon the human race is in danger so this really really could end up being a life-or-death scenario if people don't act now so we need everyone to act on September 27th after September 27th and the next strikes that come with that or else the future of humanity I sound very alarmist right now, but no,
1: it is so it's I so, mean, so necessary to be this alarmist, like very,
0: It's oh, very man. very necessary to be ringing these alarms. Yeah. and the students have done such a good job at it. Greta Thunberg, the speeches that she's given, have done so much to say, the governments of the world have failed. Like they're not failing us. They already have failed us. They yeah. haven't done what they needed to do. So we are saying we're going to take that one step further. The kids of the world are saying we're not going to go to school. And now we're saying the economy of the world is going to come to a halt for one day. It's not it's not long at first. It's just one day at first. But if you don't listen to us, we're going to be escalating this even further. And we have a movement behind us. So we need everyone to be a part of this or else the governments of the world, the ruling classes of the world, who have no responsibility to listen to us.
1: Yeah, shift that power. On on your website, I really like this, this, um, this sentence that's written around, do you really think this has any chance of working? Because I'm sure people ask that, or maybe you have those thoughts like, oh, what's even the point? Will this even do anything? And it says... Historical progress has never happened by wallowing in pessimism. So, I guess oh, oh. you've really got to come to it with positivity and belief. I mean, you wouldn't be doing it if you didn't believe in it anyway. So, on that, yeah. How many people are you expecting to see come out? Like, do you have a lot of engagement online already? And do you think Yeah, what do you think the chances are going to be?
0: So, I mean, in terms of the whole pessimism thing, you're exactly right. I mean, if we just say there's nothing we can do about it, if we just tell ourselves, well, we've done all we can do, we've done the protest, we've emailed our congresspeople, what else is there for us to do? You know, then nothing's going to happen. If people don't do anything, then nothing's going to happen. So our whole thing as a movement, as an organization, is to say this, you know, you you can't just be doing nothing. We have to be taking drastic action now. You know, we have to not necessarily be optimistic, but we have to be realistic about what needs to be done. In the year 2019, drastic action needs to be taken, and we need to mobilize on the streets. Um, in terms of turnout, that's a, kind of a hard question to answer, but we are definitely expecting a high, high turn. We're expecting this to be a historic, historic moment. The whole week from the 20th through the 27th, um, which is called the Week for Future, and a lot more information on that is going to come very, very soon. We're working on the website and social media right now for the whole Week for Future. But it's this big collaboration between Earth Strike and Fridays for Future and Extinction Rebellion and many other climate organizations that are all coming together. And we're saying the week from September 20th through September 27th, which is of course the day of earth strike, we are going to make history. We are going to mobilize everyone. Everyone that's alive is going to be mobilized. And we are not going to let the governments of the world tell us, you know, oh, well, there's nothing more we can do. We're not going to let them tell that to us without a fight. And, you know, we're going to do everything we can and we are going to take very, we're going to take drastic, we're going to take direct action to do this.
1: Yeah, awesome. Um, and I imagine this is like going to be the first of many until until serious change happens. Um, so, I know you, you work with the international youth part of Earth Strike. Is there any difference in getting youth involved?
0: Well, I mean, youth is already, you know, youth have been mobilized many, many times around the world. So, you I, know, know, I mean, they're the ones a who lot are of primarily
1: going because- to suffer the most.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, more than anyone else, I think the youth have been the true leaders of this movement. Um, It has been the children and the teenagers that have been saying, this is our future. You know, the politicians who are in their 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, whatever, this is the present. You know, they don't have to worry about what life will be 100 years from now. But we do. And our kids are going to have to worry about what life is like 100, 200 years from now. So our future is truly, truly at stake, you know, just as much as the politicians and the ruling class, if not more so. Um, so I mean, in terms of mobilizing youth, we've obviously been in close, close partnership with groups like Fridays for Future and the US Youth Climate Strike and many of the other youth strike movements around the world. Um, And the the big youth strike date is going to be on the 20th of September, which is one week before the Earth strike. So, you know, all the youth are going to come out and mobilize on the 20th, right before the UN summit. And they're going to say, this is our future at stake. You can't mess with us. And then the adults, the workers are going to come out a week later and say, you need to be fighting for the now you need to be fighting for us. You can't just be fighting for the ruling class.
1: It's it's very exciting. So what what's the what do you think the best thing that people can do between now and Earthstrike is to sort of get involved and then also maybe raise awareness?
0: Yeah, for sure. Um so to get involved just as i said you know the best thing is to contact your local chapter because a lot of the action with earth strike you know this is a grassroots movement this is a you know a very horizontalist movement so we thrive when local grassroots organizations thrive so the best thing for anyone to do is definitely contribute to their local grassroots organization and reach out to your local chapter or the national chapter, or something along those lines. We have a Reddit, which is just reddit.com slash r slash Earthstrike. We have a Twitter, a Facebook, Instagram, you can name the rest. Um, and definitely, if you like, you know, all the people that love the posts on social media, keep on doing that. Um, if you'd like, it's just at Earthstrike on Twitter and Instagram, and where's Earthstrike on Facebook. You know, like us and retweet us and follow us and do all of that. Um, And also just tell your coworkers about it. Tell your parents, tell your siblings, tell your children, tell everyone you know. If, you know, to fix the climate, we're going to need to all come together. And we're going to need to tell the governments of the world that they have to wake up. And we're going to be doing that September 20th and then the big earth strike a big general strike for climate that's going to happen on the, on September 27th.
1: And I'll, I'll link everything in the show notes as well. So if you didn't catch any of the URLs, you can, you can check them out on our website. Um, and we've started tweeting about it from our account as well. Um, is there anything well, else you. that you I'm want to, frightened. yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about um, in terms of like Earth strike and climate change and, just getting this movement going?
0: Um I mean right now, when it comes to Earth Strike, we are working as hard as we can to make September 27th a success. We need all boots on the ground for this. We need everyone to be doing what they can. You can put in an hour a day. That's that's just as appreciated as someone that can put in a minute a day or 10 hours a day. We just need all boots on the ground. We need everyone to be a part of this. This is truly a movement of all workers. This is a movement of everyone. So the Earth strike is going to be truly a moment in history. I think it's going to be something very, very special. The September 20th through September 27th, the week for future It's going to be something that I think is going to be in the history books as the first real wake-up call that's saying the governments of the world need to be doing way, way more than they're doing right now. They need to be listening to us, and we need to be telling them that the climate is not going to fix itself. We all need to come together. All the people of all the countries of the world Regardless of what you believe in, regardless of what political affiliation you are, regardless of anything, we just need everyone to come together and say, "We are going to take a day off from work. We're going to halt the economy. We're going to take drastic action to fix the climate. We're going to go on a general strike to save the planet."
1: Oh, it's just so exciting. You've got me all like amped up right really? now. Really? Um, because I mean,
0: really government's it's, not even it's doing their I it's it's nerve-wracking and i mean the job of this is truly, really, truly nerve-wracking at times and you know so wonderful and it's so amazing in so many ways um and so exhilarating and exciting knowing that you know just maybe we're going to be you know sparking something we're going to be making a difference all the climate organizations are going to come together and make something really special happen but it's terrifying definitely because we have to do this like we have to make this work we're not just going to get away with doing small scale stuff this has to be something where everyone comes together but it's really really exciting because i think this is going to be something for the history books honestly
1: yeah, thank you so much for coming on and talking about Earth Strike. Um, everyone really needs to get out there and just let your voice be heard, let your body be seen. Yeah, thanks, Evan.
0: For sure. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, just once again, follow us on social media. For, for everyone that loves to do stuff on social media, tell everyone you know, reach out to your local chapter if you can. We need all hands on deck for this. This is going to be something great. Uh, and yeah, just once again, thanks so much for having me. It's been a pleasure.
1: Cool. Thank you. So there you go, Earthstrike in a nutshell. Be sure to see what's going on in your community from September 20th to 27th and try to get involved in any way you possibly can. I'm really excited for this event. I think it's going to be really significant and important and I know that I would feel really bad if I didn't at least try to do something, but everyone's different. So take whatever action you can, but if you can get out or if you can get something going in your community, definitely reach out to Strike on Discord and see how you can help out. As always, thank you so much for listening. You can follow the show on Twitter at EveryEconomics. I don't really post a lot to that account, so you can follow me at Talia Murdoch if you want to see more from me. You can follow the whole network at Cave Goblins across all social media platforms to check out any of our fantastic shows. Thank you again for listening. Be kind to each other. I am Talia Murdoch, and this has been Everything Economics. Are you a new DM? Are you an experienced DM? Doesn't matter. Listen to DMs of Vancouver for great DMing advice.